Welcome to the Junk Refund Show, hosted by Alan J. Cook, founder of 1-800-JUNK-REFUND. Have you ever paid those expensive junk removal companies to take away some of your stuff? Only to say to yourself, as a truck drives off down the street, some of that stuff wasn't junk. Did they try to sell it for you and give you some money back? No. Well... Now there is a company that can do just that. Listen to our weekly Junk Refund Show on BBS Radio TV to learn how one lady spent $375 on junk removal and got $3,200 back. 1-800-JUNK-REFUND represents the next generation of junk removal. Learn how to not only save your money on junk removal, but how to get some money coming back. Plus, purchase one of our radio vouchers during the show to save even more on your junk removal. Let's get the junk out of your home and out of your life. Now, with your host, Alan J. Cook. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my favorite time of the week, Thursdays at 3 o'clock Eastern, where I get to do the Junk Refund Radio Show, which I just love doing. And I am thrilled each week to have the opportunity to have a guest come on the show. And my good friend Melanie Williams of Keller Williams Realty has some time in the first part of the show here today to be on the show with us, and I am delighted to welcome her to the show. Melanie, how are you? I'm fine, Alan. I'm fine. Glad to be here. It's great to have you here, and we are proud to have you on the show. Do you want to just kind of quickly tell people about your experience as a realtor in the Washington, D.C. area? Absolutely. Um, As you've shared, my name is Melanie Williams. I'm a full-time real estate agent with Kettle Williams Capital Properties, and I sell uh, properties in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and the Dominican Republic. I have lived here now for more than 20 years where I've raised two beautiful sons and um, have grown quite fond of the area, even though I'm originally from um, outside of the um, region. Cool. Well, we're glad you're here. And I wanted to brag. I don't want to do this right now. I want to do this after after you and I talk. I wanted to brag about your son, whose first name I can't remember. The the five year old kid that I met years ago when I first met you and your family, um, and I wanted to brag a little bit about him. But I don't want to do that now because I want to give you time to talk about what you're doing in the real estate area. Um, sure. What is his first name? Is that a fair question to ask you? Yeah, trip. <laughs> Trip, I love that kid. Okay, I'm going to talk about Trip. I just want to. How old is Trip now? Oh, that little guy is now 13. Okay, cool. All right. Well, we love having you on the show, but I got to be honest with you. By the time this is all done, Trip may be the hero of the show. But I'm just telling you straight up. <laughs> we'll see if that happens. But you tell him I'm going to talk about him on the radio today because I'm I'm a big fan of his. Um, we'll do. Come- <laughs> so tell me about your downsizing seminar for seniors. I know you do these seminars and you're very excited about them. Yeah, well, this is the first 
uh, senior seminar that we have done. We've done, you know, we do uh, se- seminars for new home buyers. We and first-time home buyers. We do seminars for people who are looking to invest abroad. Because as I mentioned, I'm licensed in selling the Dominican Republic. Um, this is the first that we're doing for seniors, and we we came about that um, pretty honestly because um, what we have experienced in the D.C. metro area over the past two, three years is that there are a lot of uh, people who are age 55 and older who have been in their homes for a very long time and who would like to find someplace else to move to, but, you know, don't quite know where to start. And um, so, you know, we have a lot of resources um, such as, you know, companies like yours and communities that serve 55 plus um, here locally or you know, if they want to move outside of our area, I am through my uh, network of um, realtors across the uh, states and internationally can help place people uh, in their next home wherever they might want to move to. So um, we're having this seminar uh, on the 10th of February so that we can help our, you know, mature population understand that it is possible to um, you know, take that home and, you know, uh, either dress it up or, you know, hand it off as it is um, and, you know, start their new chapter in life. That's great. That's great. What time is the seminar? Where is it held? Yeah, the, it's going to be in uh, Northern Virginia at 2 p.m. on February the 10th, and I would very much like um, if anybody has more questions, they can call me at 443-837-7829 or email me at melaniewilliams at kw.com to, to get more information and to register. Great. So it is Saturday the 10th at 2 p.m. Did I get that right? Yes, that's correct. Tell them again how to contact you if they want to get more information or if they want to register. Absolutely. They can uh, phone me at 443-837-7829 or email me at Melanie, M-E-L-A-N-I-E, Williams, at kw.com. Beautiful. What, what are two or three of the main first things that some seniors should start thinking about if they're needing this, well, if they need this issue of downsizing, where do they start? Obviously, coming to a seminar is a great idea. What are a couple other things that they could start to do that would get them moving in the right direction? Right. Um, that's a great question. Uh, the first step usually is, you know, when they call me, uh, then I go to their homes to meet with them, and I can do an assessment of, the house itself and the belongings that they have in their home. And then we can determine either together or I can pair them with one of my resources, uh, somebody who is in the decluttering um, field or somebody who is in the uh, estate sale field um, who can help them sort through their belongings and understand what they want to keep or what they want to sell or what, you know, what is, um, you know, best recycled. Um, and then we, um, or, or this is something they can do on their own if they don't find that too overwhelming. So they have, you know, three methods of, of you know, uh, handling the possessions in the house. Right. Um, and, you know, then we make a plan for that. Like I said, it may be a, an estate sale uh, while they're still living in the home um, or, you know, optimally uh, we can 
help find them someplace else to go and then uh, present the home to the public for sale um, and, you know, list the home and, and get it sold for them. That's awesome. Um, tell me a little bit just about um, what's happening in the real estate market. I know interest rates have gone up. I think they came back down a little bit. Can you just give everybody a little bit of an update on what the market's like right now? Absolutely, and um, and I will try to keep it, you know, closer to home, um, you know, in the Montgomery County area of Maryland. Um, and so what we are uh, seeing here is that, yes, interest rates did go up last year. They have come down uh, from the 8.5% that they were last year. They're roughly at 6.1% now, so there's, you know, significant decrease. Um, and, you know, there is talk that they may go down again later this year. Um, but what happens is um, that right now, because the rates have come down, it makes homes more affordable for buyers. In other words, they have more buying power. Right. Um, and, you know, we're heading into the spring market now, which is traditionally um, our one of our more robust, selling markets. Um, the challenge that we are having, though, is that for the past two years or more, um, there has been little inventory. And what I mean by that is that um, in Montgomery County, according to the census report from 2022, there were some 406,000 homes uh, um, to be you know, in Montgomery County. Today, looking in my you know database, there are 47 homes available for sale in Montgomery County. So that is not a lot. That's about 1%. 40, 47 <laughs> homes in Montgomery County, right? 47 homes across the county. So that and is you, go ahead. unusual low. Um, and, you know, what that means is that we have a lot of pent-up demand of buyers. We have a lot of buyers who want to buy a home because we do have a 65% ownership you know, to rent rate in Montgomery County. Um, so the majority of the people in this county do want to own. Challenges, we don't have anything to sell them. And <clears throat> so, again, this is where it comes into play um, and becomes very important to help our seniors move to their next destination um, because those homes can then become available for first-time home buyers or other families that you know and, and individuals that want to move into the county. Yes. How many? Did I, I want to see if I wrote this number down right. You said in 2022 there were 406,000. Am I correct? Properties. That's correct. Okay. According to the census. Yep. Okay. okay so there's four over 400,000 properties in Montgomery County, Maryland. And that's correct. I, right. And right now you've got 47 for sale, the total. Right? Yes. Wow. That's, yes. Amazing. that's amazing. So as I went around and spoke to realtors in their sales meetings, when I first got involved in this, I always used to tell people on the front of your business card is how people get a hold of you. And on the back of the business card is why they should get a hold of you. And many times on the back of business cards, whether it's a realtor or a junk guy or whoever, that the back of that card is blank. And I think there's a significant advantage. If you, I used to tell people, put three reasons on the back of your card on why people should call you 
in your case, instead of any other realtor in Montgomery County or the Washington, D.C. area, do you have, I don't want to put you on the spot, but is there anything you want to say that, that give a couple of reasons why people should give you a shout, given the, what, thousands of realtors, I guess, that are in the DMV area? Anything that you want to just toot your own horn? I know you're a humble lady, but do you want to toot your own horn as to why they should give you a call instead of somebody else? Oh, yes. Um, I would say that I am the realtor to call, number one, because I know the market. Um, I've lived here and played here for, you know, over 20 years. Number two, because um, uh, I have, you you know, very um, unique ways of helping to find inventory. I work with off-market sellers and um, have other ways to uh, find homes for those clients of mine, those buyer clients of mine who are looking to buy. Um, And thirdly, because um, uh, I have a high degree of integrity. (laughs) Good. Good for you. Yeah. I am what you see. You know, what you see is what you get. Well, well, and that's, and I, and I've known you for what, 10 years, maybe something like that. Yeah. Almost. We've, yeah, we lived in the same apartment complex there for a long time, and you were always a go-getter and always friendly and always happy, and I've helped some of your clients in the past, and I just think you do a great job, which is why I invited you to be a guest on the show. Um, are there are there any, um, any other tips that you have just for anybody who's looking for a home, not necessarily a senior that needs to downsize or something, but... Any other general real estate tips that you want to throw out there to people that would help them either sell their home or find a new home that you could be able to help them with? Yes, I would say, you know, first of all, if anybody is thinking about getting into, uh, if they're thinking about buying or if they're thinking about selling, um, please give me a call. Um, the, the best um, piece of information that I can have is, is you know, is, is sitting down and having a strategy session with them. And that usually occurs, it can occur 12 months before the transaction, six months before the transaction. But I think, you know, having a, a nice long runway of time that we can sit down, plan, and, um, you know, make decisions, um, whether it's preparing the house or if it's a buyer, that helping their finances, um, get up to par, um, that, that puts both parties in the best position to be successful in the end. So I'd say, you know, the more notice we have, the better. Of course, if somebody has an urgent need to move, we can help with that as well. Um, but I, you know, I'm a firm believer in planning and in strategizing with my clients. Very good. Yeah, I'm, a, I, I'm all over that as well. I got to ask you just out of curiosity. You obviously have a connection to the Dominican Republic, and you're licensed down there as well. What's your connection to the Dominican Republic? You may be from there. I don't know. I just was curious. Well, I'm originally I'm from the Virgin Islands. I was born and raised in the Virgin Islands, um, which is you know literally two islands away from the Dominican Republic. And um, I do you know help uh, many of my clients find uh, properties throughout the Caribbean. Um, but the licensing process in the Dominican Republic is um, very similar to here in the U.S., so it was uh, a very natural um, progression because 
you know, I know the tropics and build quality there is very, very high. Prices in the Dominican Republic are relatively low, speaking as an American buying with U.S. dollars. Um, and, um, and the process is, is very similar. Um, and, you know, I'd say the fourth factor there is that, um, you know, with my uh, company, I am licensed with Keller Williams uh, in the Dominican Republic. Um, we vet the um, builders or the sellers so that we are a trusted resource on island as well. So um, it was a very natural progression to, you know, move with a global brand such as Keller Williams that has a trusted process and, and like I said, I, I know the environment. That's fabulous. I know you've got to run to go pick up your stud son, Trip. Um, say hi to him for me, by the way. He won't remember who I am, I'm sure, but tell him I'm going to sing his praises on a radio show today because I just think he's a cool kid. And he has a cool mom, he will, frankly. He, he will never forget that fireman. He will never forget <laughs> you. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell that story once we let you go and, and run. Real quickly, is there anything else you want to say on the show before you have to take off? And I want you to give everybody just your contact information one more time just so they can jot it down. Sure. Um, no, thank you very much for having me, Alan. This is great that you do this. I want to say that, you know, the clients that I've had that I've sent your way have enjoyed you. Um, you know, you're a trusted resource of mine. And for anybody that wants to get in touch with me about buying or selling a house, again, my phone numbers are 443-837-7829. Or my email is melaniewilliams at kw.com. And, of course, I always appreciate a follow. I'm on Instagram as at Realtor Melanie Williams. Fabulous. You've been terrific. We'll let you get on with being a classy mom and a classy realtor and thanks for taking the time to be on the show and um, god bless you and your family you're great people and keep up the good work thank you alan god bless you too thank you that's melanie williams keller williams realty here in the washington dc area a terrific realtor and a terrific lady who is very good at what she does both in business and at home and uh, i've enjoyed having her as a guest here on the show uh, I, I want to come back and talk a little bit about her as kind of a segue to some other stuff, her her son Trip and how I got to know him years ago, because this kid's a little all-star. He's not little anymore, but he was just fab- fascinating when I met him before, and I'll tell you that story in just a few minutes. I'll be back here. We're going to take a break for about a minute. You're listening to, to the Junk Refund Show on bbsradio.com, and uh, I'm your host, Alan Cook. We'll be back here in about a minute with a bunch of good stories for you. Have you ever hired one of those expensive junk removal companies, then wondered what they did with the stuff? Especially the good stuff. At 1-800-JUNK-REFUND, we junk the junk. Recycle stuff like metal and wire. Donate items and get you receipts. And put up for sale the good stuff. And if it sells, you get some money back. Cynthia paid $375 for junk removal and got $3,200 back. Would you like to know how she did it? Tune in to the Junk Refund Show with your host, Alan J. Cook, every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time to get the junk not only out of your home, but also out of your life.
Welcome back to the Junk Refund Show. I'm your host, Alan Cook, and uh, we just had on the show Melanie Williams, who's a good friend of mine and a top-notch realtor in the Washington, D.C. area. She's at Keller Williams Realty, and uh, feel free to look her up if you have questions about properties, buying, selling, looking, whatever, renting, whatever. She is a uh, terrific resource, and I want to thank her for being on the show. I want to talk about her son. I met Melanie not long after I moved into an apartment complex in North Bethesda, Maryland called called Nobe, N-O-B-E, which is short for North Bethesda Market. And um, I, I just got to know her a little bit, and not long after I moved in there, the apartment complex did a special event commemorating September 11th of 2001, and this would have been, I'm going to guess, maybe 10, 10 years ago or eight years ago or something like that. And what happened is that the local fire departments sent some of their people over here, some of their firemen, firewomen, et cetera, over here, dressed in full-clad you know, uniforms, coats, oxygen tanks, everything that they would wear to go in and fight a fire. And the building that I I'm, was in there is 25 stories high. It obviously has elevators, but it also has stairwells. And so they had asked originally when they were putting this event together if anybody could sing the national anthem for them. And I said, yeah, I've done that at you know baseball games before and stuff, which is true. And I said, yeah, I'd be happy to sing the national anthem for it. So I got a friend of mine, a guy named Buddy Hall, who is a DJ, also a realtor, but a DJ who has all kinds of you know electronic equipment. He came over, set up the microphone and everything, we had a big American flag that we we had two of my friends that were missionaries for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, two of these young guys in white shirts and name tags, you know. They were they were available to help, so I had them hold the flag, and I sang the national anthem. But it was Melanie's son, Tripp, who at the time was about five years old, was a little short guy. At the time was about five years old, and you can imagine a five-year-old kid who was excited to participate in this event, dressing up in a little fireman's outfit with a little red cap, you know, red fireman's helmet on. Well, Tripp did this, and we let Tripp lead the charge to climb the stairs to go up to the top of the building. Now, this kid's five, and I was probably 55 at the time, and the trick is if you're going to – basically copy what they did or reenact what they did in the World Trade Center, where it's about 110 stories, and you're in a building that has 25 stories. You do the math. You've got to go up the stairwells 25 floors four times. In fact, I think it was four and a half times. And then you come back down on the elevator. Well, guess what the five-year-old kid did? Dressed up in his fireman's outfit, this kid leads the charge and goes into the stairwell and just takes off, right? And I think, if memory serves me correctly, I think Tripp did it the whole way. I don't think he quit after one round. I think this kid went all four and a half trips up the stairwell to simulate 110 floors of climbing. And and I was I was doing it as well. I did it for four and a half you know, trips. And it was a great event. And it was a fun event to participate in, but I will, I've always just kind of had a gleam come into my eye when I think about Tripp Williams, this little five-year-old kid who just led the charge 
and all these, you know, six foot, two inch, 200 pound firemen and, and others would follow him up the steps carrying their oxygen tanks and their axes and their heavy yellow coats and dressed in full gear that they would be dressed in to go fight a fire. And watching these firemen and fire, I'm calling them firewomen, there's a better term, I'm sorry, but these firefighters, that's the term. Watching these firefighters climb those steps round after round after round, take an elevator back down to the bottom. When they got to the bottom, people would cheer us on, and we'd head right over to the stairwell, and we'd go do it again. Up and up and up and up and, you know, round in circles. I mean, you can imagine the workout that that, would be to climb 110 um, stories up upwards, right? I mean, it was unbelievable. And, and I was just amazed that this little five-year-old Trip Williams was leading the charge. It was one of the greatest things to watch. He was so excited, and he did it, to his credit. That was eight years ago. Trip is now 13. His mom's on his way to pick him up, on her way to pick him up from school. So shout out to Trip Williams, one of my heroes, eight years ago when this kid just defied all the odds, led the charge up the stairs and did it and accomplished this. And I have always, as you can tell, I've always remembered that and thought what a great example this kid was of just jumping in and making something happen regardless of your age. I was just thrilled to watch him and he deserves the credit and he deserves the shout-out. So thank you to Melanie Williams at Keller Williams Realty. She's as good a mom and as good a neighbor as she is as good a realtor. This is just a quality lady all the way around. So shout-out to her and shout-out to her son, Trip. So that's a, that's a good segue into what I've got here, maybe eight or nine different parts of this show I'm going to do. So I'm going to move kind of quick, and hopefully I'll get through all of them. I wanted to talk just a little bit on this show, and we talk about getting the junk out of your homes and your garages, but also out of your life. I just want to talk about happiness for a second, because I found myself in the last couple of days, literally in my adventurous, fun-loving life that I've had for quite a long time, I found myself telling myself kind of mentally, I don't think I've ever been happier than I am right now. And I'm here to tell you, my Facebook page says right up front when you go there, it says that I'm one of the 10 happiest people in the world. Me, Oprah, and eight other people I haven't thought much about. That has been on my Facebook page for 10 years. I've never had it challenged. I've never had it you know, questioned. I've, never, I've had people say, hey, you got that one right. You are one of the happiest people. But I just wanted to comment on happiness. There, there's always a need out there for more happiness in the world, and I just think that there are some clues about how to get it. Um, three of the magic words in my life that I, I catch myself saying out loud after, let's say, somebody recently contracted with us to go to Boston and clean out a storage unit, and we didn't know before we got there, there were 500 boxes, bank, banker's boxes, they call them, the cardboard boxes that are a foot and a half long and about a foot wide, and you put documents in them, files and stuff. We cleaned out a, a storage unit for an attorney who has since moved to Florida, and every one of those boxes weighs 35 pounds, and there are 500 of them. I'll save you the math. That's 17,500 pounds, um, or approximately about eight tons, 
right? And by the time we moved those around, loaded them in the truck, loaded them on the, the carts to get them out of the storage unit and stuff, we lifted 25 tons of stuff in about a 24-hour period, maybe a 36-hour period. But I always love it when I come back home from a trip like that. You don't really know all the factors going into it. And I've done this all over the country. This latest one, one of the latest ones, was up in Boston. I just love it when I come back home and I walk in and I take off my backpack and I take off my coat and I just naturally catch myself saying, I did it with enthusiasm. And if I were to write, and I may do this, actually, I, there's probably a book out there called I Did It, but if there's not, then I want to do one and write just a, a story about true stories of how you accomplish stuff. It is such a wonderful, gratifying feeling to accomplish something that you weren't 100% sure you were going to be able to accomplish in the first place. And a lot of these jobs that I go out and do you know, they're across the country. I haven't been there to, I've seen pictures of, of what needs to be done, but there's, there's always a challenge of one or two challenges involved. And when you overcome the challenges, that's when you get the most growth. And when you get the most growth, you kind of take your life to another level. And that's where I catch myself saying, I did it. So remember those three words as a little bit of a motto for your life. And put yourself in a position where you challenge yourself once in a while to do something that you're not sure you're going to be able to do, but you're, you're going to give it a shot anyway and just say, I did it. I love it in the junk removal business, and this doesn't happen that often, but when it does, it always stands out in a positive way. I love it when somebody calls us and says something like, we've got this refrigerator in the basement, and we had another junk removal company over here, and they couldn't get it out of the house. Would you like a shot at this? And I just say to myself, you know what? The fridge got in the house. It can also travel the other direction. So I go, yeah. And then I love the challenge of going over there and getting that sucker out of the house when somebody else walked away from it. That, to me, is what makes life great, pulling off something that other people were not able to pull off, so to speak. And I just love that approach to life, and I think it's one of the reasons why you can kind of bounce around in life and have so much happiness going on because you, there's always a challenge. I love a good challenge. I love accomplishing that challenge. And that's where you get the growth. And that's where you get a lot of the self-satisfaction of some of the challenges that come along in life. So I'm, this, I'm the optimistic guy that believes it can probably be done. And I love it when people say, you know, you're not here by yourself, are you? You're not going to be able to get this couch out of here or whatever. And I get that hundreds of times when I go out and do some of the smaller jobs that we do and I just go out myself. But um, I, I just love the challenge and I love overcoming it. And so remember those words, I did it. I want to talk a little bit about goals. Um, in my business, I have goals for this year for revenue in our business. And one of the great things about setting goals is that mathematics can help you get there, and mathematics doesn't lie. The numbers don't lie. So if you have a goal, and I was playing around with this this morning as we just finished the first month of the year, and I recorded what our sales were for January, and I, I have to do a shout-out to Jim Carrey and his appearance on the Oprah Winfrey Show <clears throat> in 1997. He went on that show and talked about what he did with visualization and helping him to accomplish his goal as a, as a new actor in Hollywood. And the bottom line of it is he, he wrote himself a check 
for a million dollars, no, for $10 million, and he stuck it in his wallet. And on the memo line, he said, acting services rendered. This was in 1991, and he dated it Thanksgiving of 1995. He gave himself four years to make $10 million bucks, And he looked out over the, uh, the L.A. Valley, we'll say, Hollywood Hills, etc., and he he went up to Mulholland Drive and looked out every night. He did this every night. He looked out and he saw this, all these people out there in their homes and their nice cars and whatever. And he said to himself, I'm going to have that too. I just don't have it yet. And he put that check in his wallet as a reminder. And then he went to work to try to make that come, come true. Just before Thanksgiving of 1995, He was notified that he was going to be paid $10 million for being in the movie Dumb and Dumber. And when Oprah Winfrey went on and looked back on 25 years of her shows and said, what were the most influential shows and episodes we did? That episode with Jim Carrey made the cut and was one of the top episodes that they did on the Oprah Winfrey show. Go to YouTube and watch Jim Carrey on the Oprah Winfrey show in 1997 and let him tell the story himself, and you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. I have sent a postcard to Jim Carrey's people, we'll say, inviting him to be on the show, because I would love to talk to him about his experience and what that was like, and uh, keep me in your prayers, and we'll see if we can make something happen. But here's what I did this morning, no, no lie. I, I took what we did in revenue in January. I have a goal for the year. I then went in on my phone with a spreadsheet and just figured out, okay, if I make this grow X percent from month to month, how much will I do in a year? And I figured out how much I need to make it grow month to month to hit my yearly goal. And then I went to my laptop and I printed out February's revenue goal. And because it's Valentine's Day, I put a red heart at the end of it, printed it in red. I printed out that goal. I printed out two of them. One of them went in my bathroom to go on the wall as a reminder to me whenever I go in the bathroom. The other one is sitting on an object that I got from a hauling job about a year ago. It is a, I think this thing is carved out of wood. It is like a little bear cub sitting on his butt with his feet, you know, pointed up, sitting in front of him, straight out, sitting in front of him. And and he's just sitting there on his butt, sitting straight up. But if, I took the printed out copy of my goal and stuck it on the front of the bear so his little feet would hold it up. It's just a piece of paper with a printed out goal, right? So now in my place, I have a reminder in the bathroom and I have a reminder in the main room that I'm in of what my goal is for the month of February. So guess what? I, guess where my attention is? It's on hitting that goal. And as I hit that goal, then I reward myself. And I'm just quite thrilled with the whole concept of doing that and with rewarding myself. I will tell you, if, if uh, you'll get a sense of this as you listen to the show, I'm a guy that has a lot of faith. I think faith is the thing that kind of moves people forward. When you don't know what the outcome is going to be, but you believe you can make it happen, it's faith that kind of propels you to move forward. I have a lot of that, and I... I just do, and that's kind of the the gas in my engine, I guess you'd, I'd speak of it that way. But it's just a wonderful thing to set a goal 
visualize it so it's in front of you. And then between now and the 29th of this month, my job is to hit that goal. I'm not worried about August's goal or November's goal. I'm just only worried about February's goal because if I hit that goal, I'm on target. And I know what my goal is. I set it each month for the rest of this year. So all I'm focused on month in and month out now is hitting that goal, that month's goal. That's all I need to do. And so I'm always thinking of what can I do, you know, to improve sales, business, whatever, for this month, and it'll carry over to next month. And I just try to keep building it and adding on to it. Um, as far as goals go, I want to make another comment real quick. I was Today is Thursday. I flew from Washington, D.C., to Denver, Colorado, to Salt Lake City, actually, on Monday night. Uh, shout out to the folks at the Go Wild, at Frontier Airlines and their Go Wild Pass. Um, the round-trip airfare to go to Salt Lake City for me, and I came back Wednesday morning. I flew to Denver Tuesday night from Salt Lake. I got back Wednesday morning, so I was gone about 36 hours. Round-trip airfare was 63 bucks. Let me just repeat that in case you missed it. 63 bucks round-trip Washington, D.C. to Salt Lake City. Why did I go? I went out there because I take one or two days a month to try to strengthen the spiritual side of my life. And in my religion, in my church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we're big on temples, and we build hundreds of these babies around the world. I have uh, been able in the last seven years to go to all of these in the United States, which I think I might be the only probably not, but probably might be the only member of our church that's done all this, But because it's kind of nuts for anybody else to do it, but I enjoy it. Um, I went to Utah to go to the Orem, Utah Temple. Now, if you want to have fun, just Google Orem, O-R-E-M, Utah Temple, and that was one of the newest ones that we just put into operation about 10 days ago. And I'm from Orem originally, so I went out there, and on uh, Tuesday morning, went to West Jordan, Utah, a suburb of Salt Lake City, saw my 93-year-old mother and my sister Lauren, and she made me, Lauren, made me a grilled tuna sandwich, one of my favorite sandwiches. And I was there and had a great time, and then I drove 30 minutes south to the Orem, Utah Temple. Another sister, Susan, came up from Payson, from Elkridge, Utah, Payson area. She met me there. She came inside the temple with me for an hour and a half, so I was able to spend some time with her, and then I had to leave, and I've got another sister. I have seven sisters. Uh, six of them live in Utah. I, I have another sister who's in Linden, Utah. is about 20 minutes north of Orem or less. And I texted her, and I said, can you meet me at the Arctic Circle just north of Linden? I'll buy you lunch, but that's about all the time I have. Then i got to get the, the rental car back in and et cetera. Well, that worked, too. And she met me for lunch at Arctic Circle. Um, you may not know much about Arctic Circle, but it's a burger place out in Utah and surrounding states, I think, out there. And they are known for their fry sauce, which basically means you combine ketchup and mayonnaise, and you get this orange-colored sauce that is to die for. And you can't really get it too much at the at the, the drive-ins out here on the East Coast, but boy, is it all over in Utah. And they also make a thing called a root beer freeze, which is really simple. It's a root beer float mixed up like a shake, Right. But they haven't caught on to that one on the East Coast yet. They don't do freezes out here, really. So whenever I go to Utah and I want to reminisce on my childhood, I go to Arctic Circle, get a burger, get some fries with their fry sauce, grab a root beer, and, yes, get the root beer freeze for a chaser. 
And uh, I bought that. I met my other sister. I, at, she literally walked up to me as my car was at the drive-up window. And she walked up, hopped in the car. I drove around the parking lot, dropped her off at her car, gave her half the food I just bought, told her I loved her, and boom, I was gone back up to Salt Lake. So it was one of the funnest 36-hour periods I've had, and I got to spend some time one-on-one with three of my sisters and my mother in about a 24-hour period. Well, that's called joy, and it was wonderful. So we'll come back, and I'll tell you some more about things going on in the world of junk removal and the Junk Refund Show, which we're proud to be on bbsradio.com. And uh, we'll take a break for a minute. I'm Alan Cook, your host. We'll be back real shortly. Have you ever hired one of those expensive junk removal companies, then wondered what they did with the stuff? Especially the good stuff. At 1-800-JUNK-REFUND, we junk the junk. Recycle stuff like metal and wire. Donate items and get you receipts. And put up for sale the good stuff. And if it sells, you get some money back. Cynthia paid $375 for junk removal and got $3,200 back. Would you like to know how she did it? Tune in to the Junk Refund Show with your host, Alan J. Cook, every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time to get the junk not only out of your home, but also out of your life. Hey, welcome back to the Junk Refund Show, uh, where we have fun every week teaching people how to get the junk out of their lives and, and also out of their living rooms and their homes and other stuff like that. Um, I had a fun week the last couple of days. I flew to Utah, came back. It was kind of my spiritual shot to, uh, you know, kind of get some of the spirit, add to the spiritual strength in my life, I guess, and uh, had a great time. I got to just tell you, I spent the night, Tuesday night, in the Denver airport, and those wonderful folks with... Uh, Terminal A came in and expanded it, and they put couches in, which is a delight to people like me who every once in a while have to wait for an overnight flight for to leave next morning. I was sleeping on the couches. I just got to give you a tip. If you're crazy like me and you can actually sleep in an airport like this, I was on the couches, but they're not very wide sometimes, and I keep kind of rolling around and whatever. I finally just went over to the corner of Gate 31 in the A concourse at the Denver International Airport, it's darker over there. It's quiet. I took my backpack out. I rolled up a shirt, an extra kind of flannel shirt that I had brought with me, put it on the backpack as my pillow, lied there, and I'm telling you, I slept like a baby for like two-hour shots at a time, and I think I had three or four different dreams um, Tuesday night sleeping on that floor. And I woke up in the morning to catch the 7 a.m. flight, and I felt like I'd just been at a Holiday Inn Express, like that commercial talks about. I mean, it was amazing. So anyway, just to chime in that uh, you can get some sleep if you're crazy like me and you can sleep on a floor uh, with a backpack and a little handmade pillow, you might be all right sleeping in the Denver airport. Um, I want to talk about our calendar. We have fun every week where I get Dawn involved here with our junk refund calendars, our declutter calendar. And these are for sale. It, it is a they sell for fifty nine ninety five on our website, 1-800-JUNK-REFUND.COM forward slash calendar, and you can order one there. But if you call the radio show, 888-627-6008, give Don your name and number, 
We'll send you a link so you can save $10. Just get $10 off if you buy it through the radio show, and we'll contact you that way. But what it is is a 12-month calendar that every day has some kind of a little task on there that you can easily do that helps you declutter your life. So it's not a... You know, it's not a calendar that has one, you know, for dog lovers that has a cool picture of a dog every month on there, but doesn't really tell you what to do during the during the, the months or weeks, whatever, to accomplish what you need to do. This one is different. Every day we put in three we put in one task you can do, three hundred and sixty-five tasks on this wall calendar that each day you basically improve and declutter your life. So I always have fun with Don. I'm gonna invite him again just to pick a, a month and a, a numerical day, and tell me what it is over the next 12 months, and then I will tell you what it says on the calendar for that day, just to give you an example of how this calendar works. Go ahead, Don. Give us a, give us a month and a day. All right. Well, let's try December 18th, my birthday. Is that your birthday? Yeah. You said that. Okay. <laughs> I'll mark it on the calendar. Um, December 18th of 2024 is a Wednesday. And what I put on here was go see some Christmas lights. Right? So just go out and get some hot chocolate, and drive around town and look for people that have decorated their homes, go see some Christmas lights. All right, give me another one. That's actually a good one because my wife and uh, my youngest son who's still with us, uh, staying with us, they wanted me to see Christmas lights this year, but I, uh, you know, I kept saying, no, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All well, right. Now, got it on your calendar. We, we're going to take care of that one for you. <laughs> Well, this is my oldest son's birthday, and it's coming up on a Monday, and Monday is going to be actually February 4th. February 4th. All right. I put, now, this is, this is timely. I put, uh, I put, well, I've got two things here. I'll give you, I'm going to give you two days. The 4th. Uh, I've got on a Sunday says rest and take a good nap, but the fifth on Monday says call a family member. So either way, you win. Right? Wow! I hope he does call me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, give me one more. All right, one more. This is going to be my wife's birthday, and it's uh, going to be September twenty-first. Nice. I put on here. Recycle five bottles. Oh, I'm going to have to drink a lot then. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my point is, thank you, Don. (laughs) My point is the calendar every day has got something on there, and it moves around through different areas of your life. And sometimes you toss out some junk, and sometimes you do other stuff, right? But it tries to be one of these calendars that if you just follow what it says each day, it improves your life throughout the year and declutters your home and your life at the same time. I think it's a unique calendar. And save 10 bucks buying it through contacting Don at the radio show, 888-627-6008. Or they could actually call customer service, 888 710 
So that that would also be a number they could give us a jingle to. Yeah. Beautiful. And um, I ordered one of these today for Don. I sent it out to to him, and it's going to start with February first, and it's going to go through January thirty first of twenty twenty five. So it doesn't matter when you order it; you get the next twelve months, which oh, wow. is kind of cool. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I'm no looking problem. forward to it. I will. I, yeah. I'll actually proceed and and do as it says. It should be fun. I think you'll have a blast with it, and I was happy to send it out to you. So, anyway, let me give you some shout-outs real quick and uh, tell you some stuff that's coming up. Um, I mentioned the Go Wild Pass from Frontier Airlines. I, I gave one of the flight attendants on a recent flight my card for the radio show, told her I'd love to get someone from Frontier on as a guest to just talk about this. The Frontier Airlines Go Wild Pass for a year is about 600 bucks. And you buy it, and then you get to fly free for a year. Anywhere that they fly, including internationally, you just have to pay the airport taxes. So the airfare, as it shows when you actually buy this thing on the website, is one penny, and then the, t- and then the airport taxes are added. So my round-trip ticket to Salt Lake this last week was $63. My round-trip ticket to Seattle the week before was $74. And I book it just like anybody else, but I'm, because I'm a Go Wild Pass member, when you look on the website, it's got this third column. You know, it's got for column number one's regular price. Column number two is the discount den price, which you pay about 99 bucks a year, and they give you emails, and there are discounts there as well. But then it has the Go Wild Pass, and the flights are like 25 to 30 bucks one way, right? And so I'm kind of excited to do this internationally, but... Anyway, it's been kind of fun. Second shout-out to a young lady named Renee who works at Les Les Schwab Tire in Moses Lake, Washington. Now, she did some fabulous stuff to help me when I was there last week, so much so that I'm shouting out her praises. And I just got off the phone before we started this show with her manager, a guy named Louis Torres, who is out in Moses Lake, Washington. He's going to be a guest on our show in two weeks, and we're going to talk about this young lady and this excellent service that she gave, and we're going to sing her praises. So if you're anywhere in the Moses Lake, Washington area or anywhere in the domestic 48 continental United States and you need some work done on a car, drive that sucker to Moses Lake, Washington. Go to Les Schwab Tires South in Moses Lake, and ask for Renee and tell her whatever your problem is, and I'm telling you, she will be on it like a bloodhound, okay? She will get it done, and it will be fabulous. And I'm excited to have them uh, have her manager on the show in two weeks. Um, two shout-outs to Priceline and to Fox Rental Car. I've rented cars from Fox the last two weeks. Ironically, in both cases, I, I found them by going to Priceline. And I found these cars, one in Seattle, one in Salt Lake City, that were cheap. The one in Salt Lake City I just rented was 20 bucks for a day, unlimited miles. And the one I got in Seattle was 16 bucks for a day, unlimited miles. And I put like 350 miles on it about a week ago. In both cases, when I went there, they told me that the, the medium-sized car that I had reserved had been sold out. So they upgraded me for free to, yes, you guessed it, a Dodge Charger. Now, Dodge Chargers, are the Dodge brothers were known for building cars that cruised, and I'm talking fast and powerful. 
these cars, especially the one in Salt Lake, was like the Dodge Charger on steroids, the coolest car there. And the young lady that was helping me, when she said, oh, sorry, but the, these medium-sized, you know, compact cars or economic cars that you rented, we've sold them out, but I, I can upgrade you to either an SUV or, you know, a premium car. And, she, and, and I told her about the Dodge Charger I had the week before at Fox up in Seattle. And she goes, and she got this big smile on her face, and she goes, okay, wait a minute. And she grabs another set of keys. And she goes, here, I'm going to put you in this car. And she goes, in fact, I think I can start it from right here. And she starts the car from inside the rental office, hands me the keys, and it is this hot gray Dodge Charger that also goes 140 miles an hour. So I'm cruising around Salt Lake City for about six hours in what's arguably one of the coolest cars there in the state. And I am doing everything I can to keep it under, you know, 80 miles an hour out there on those freeways. But it was it was fabulous. So shout out to Fox Rental Car and to Priceline. Helped me get some of the junk out of my travel life recently, and I loved it. Quick shout out to Noland, N-O-L-A-N-D, Plumbing and Supplies in Rockville, Maryland. These guys are a business that plumbers go to to buy supplies. And these plumbers will, like if they're going to change somebody's hot water heater, they bring the old hot water heater in with them. Noland lets them just dump it right there in their garage, basically, and in their bay. And then they call me, and I go by, and I pick up the water heaters, and I take them to a recycling center, and I get paid for the weight of the water heater, plus I screw off the copper tops, the pipes, the br- the brass fittings and faucets that are on water heaters. And I did this the other day. I did it yesterday, actually, when I got back and made, I don't know, 150 bucks, 160 bucks, just picking up some water heaters and taking them to a recycling facility, right? So everybody wins, but uh, I love these guys at Nolan Plumbing and Supplies. They are fabulous, and they just do a great job. And two or three times a week I run down as, as I'm running around town anyway, and I pick up more water heaters and get get rid of them, and they love it. I did do another thing, a shout-out or just a comment real quick. If you want to make friends really fast, put a few little candy bars in your car or truck and just give them out once in a while to somebody. I mean, even if you just walk into a 7-Eleven or a grocery store the next time you're there, buy an extra Snickers bar and just put it in your car. And then just wait for a situation to surface where you can give somebody a Snickers bar and make their day. These guys down at Noland, I took them as I went into a 7-Eleven yesterday. I ended up buying four of these caramel Reese's peanut butter cups. They're individually sold, and they're kind of thick. And I bought four of those because they were all out of Snickers bars. And I took them with me, and I just gave them to the guys in Noland. You know, these are the guys that called me and said, hey, we got another half dozen water heaters. Well, they really had like 10 or 11. And I loaded them up and took them up and made 150 bucks. And I spent, what, seven or eight dollars. And I gave them the, uh, you know, the Reese's peanut butter cups and said, here, just pass these around. There's four of them. Boy, were they excited. You'd think I'd given them cash or something, right? Just a little candy bar thing. It was very simple. But boy, did it make a difference. And sometimes those little things get you a lot of friends really quickly and build goodwill, especially in a business that other people are just probably not going to do. If you take the time to do it, it's going to set you apart in a positive way and you're going to make a lot of friends very quickly. And the next time they get some water heaters, which is going to be in the next 24 or 48 hours, guess who they're going to call, right? 
and I may surprise them and take them something else this time. I don't know. But, hey, if you call me and I make 150 bucks, I'll spend a few bucks to get you something in the meantime as a way of saying thanks. That's kind of simple stuff. I want to tell you really quickly some stuff we sold recently because we talk about one of the things that sets us apart is the refund part of our business where we sell the good junk or try to sell it, and if it sells, people get some money back. Here's some things just in a bullet format of what we've done. We sold 15 boxes of marble tile recently for about 250 bucks. Five thick, heavy pieces of marble tile, 12 inches by 12 inches, in each one of these boxes, five of them, that retail for $20 a piece. So we sold about thirteen or $1,400 worth of tile for about 250 bucks because we tried to sell it for 1000 and then 750 and then 500 and whatever. Finally, somebody bought it for 250 bucks, and the person who hired us to clean out their house where these tiles were sitting in the front entryway gets 35% of that. It's about 80 bucks, 90 bucks, something like that. At least they get something, and the tile didn't go to the landfill. Um, we, sold, we, we had three framed large, I call them Indian prints, P-R-I-N-T-S, because they came from a home, some folks from India lived in the home. I think they're more like Asian prints, beautiful, beautiful things, um, large, like six feet by four feet, etc. We sold those recently, three of those. We sold a 90-piece set of china. This is all in the last week. 90-piece set of china recently went for about 100 bucks. Again, we tried higher, and we just keep dropping the price down. Um, gentleman came and picked it up. His wife was thrilled. So we sold three bikes to a, a young guy who likes to recycle bikes, fix them up, and sell them for more. He's a regular customer of ours. That was in Bethesda. We had some bikes that people we had picked up from different places, put them in our put them in our truck and just sold them literally right off the truck to somebody else after advertising it on Facebook Marketplace. We sold a brand new vanity. This thing I never even unboxed. This was a heavy baby that came from the son of, a, of another realtor in the Washington area. It was all boxed up, brand new vanity. They, he paid $1,200 for this thing, and when it came, something was either didn't fit or it was the right wrong size or something. He never even took it out of the box. He just knew when it came that something wasn't going to work, or maybe he just changed his mind and he couldn't return it. We sold that for hundreds of dollars without ever taking it out of the box. So he makes money. Somebody gets a good buy on a brand-new vanity that's not been used. They were thrilled. And we sold a bunch of tools. We picked up a bunch of tools, some of them in cases, some of them in toolboxes. Uh, we get our hands on a lot of tools, and people like tools and enjoy it, and um, it was easy to do that as well. Um, one last thing, if you want to look at reviews, go to Groupon.com and look up 1-800-JUNK-REFUND, and you'll see, one, you'll see 471 reviews there. On a scale of 1 to 5, our score is 4.82. If you compute that to a percentage basis, that is a 96.4% five-star rating out of 100. Almost 90. I'm trying to get to 97 so I can brag about it like Geico does. But anyway, plenty of reviews for you to read. We've done a lot of work with Groupon, and we've got some new stuff coming out with them that we're excited about. Groupon.com, and then look up 1-800-JUNK-REFUND, and you'll be buried with reviews about what people think about us. Special thing I want to do, I'm going to do a shout-out, and a thanks to Matt Damon, 
And I also want to apologize to Jimmy Kimmel that we didn't have time to get him on the show today, but we'll work on that in upcoming episodes. Thanks for listening to the Junk Refund Show. We have a lot of fun here every week, Thursdays at 3 on BBS Radio. Thanks to Don and Doug Newsom, founders of the, of the network, for all the great work they do. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Get a hold of us if we can uh, help you get the junk out of your living rooms, your garages, and or your life. We think we know how to do it. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks again. Thank you for listening to the Junk Refund Show, the longest-running junk removal radio show on the air. Join us next week as we discuss innovative ways to declutter your home, your business, and your life using 20 years of junk removal experience. Find out why we give out free ice cream gift cards to our clients, too. In upcoming shows... We will explore how to get the junk out of your relationships, your spiritual life, your waistline, even your travel life. Plus, call in with questions and situations you would like some help with. At 1-800-JUNK-REFUND, we are committed to bringing the next generation of junk removal because not all junk is junk. See you next week on the Junk Refund Show every Thursday afternoons at 3 p.m. Eastern Time right here on BBS Radio TV.